I'm going live. probably live but it looks like it's still loading on my side it says streaming live so i think we are perfect yeah are you seeing us live it, it still looks like it's loading on my side everything looks good um i will check but it zoom t is telling me we're live so i can refresh in your group and we'll see, but I think we're, I think we're good. Of course I need to find a group link now. <laughs> I will get it. We are, um, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yay, we're here. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Allison. Of course. Yes, it does say live on Facebook, but then on my page, it looks like it's still loading. I'm not sure why. Oh, oh, on your page. Okay. Yeah, but you're seeing it on your side. So that's great. I see it in the group. So <laughs> okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I just put it in the group this time. So can you remind me again how to say your last name? It Back. is Ruder. Ruder. Okay, so yeah. they were with Kate Ruder, and she is a mom's coach, a success coach, and I'll hand it over to her to introduce herself a little bit more. Absolutely. So I am a certified life and business coach. I'm certified with the Life Coach School. Um, my background is marketing and I pull that together with all of the coaching tools and I work with CEO mamas, uh, mostly who are wanting to increase their productivity and their profitability, but to do it without all the hustle. Um, I'm a single mom of two. I have a five and seven-year-old daughters and I am also a cancer survivor. So health is incredibly important to me. And when I went through my divorce about four years ago, it was really important that one, I was an entrepreneur and a successful one, but two, that I didn't drive myself into the ground and that I kept myself healthy. And so that's kind of why, how I pulled all this together and love working with moms to help them you know, have an amazing business and really be a badass CEO. That's perfect, Kate. I'm so happy you're here today too for the masterclass. And then we're going to be going live in your group. What is the name of your group again? Can you talk your about Your Epic Mom Life. Your Epic Mom Life. <laughs> amazing. And we were talking in the green room or offline for a little bit on where we intuitively felt to fully take this masterclass and we settled on, well, it, there are huge topics, but on a few topics about what it looks like to slow down in our life and how actually slowing down a little bit and processing our feelings, our thoughts can then help us to speed up or help us to be more productive. And that I'm sure for a lot of you listening, if you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube right now, that feels super counterintuitive to what we're told in society, to being ambitious. I'm also a single mom, so also thinking 
I need to get all of these things done. And my to-do list are usually 200 or 400 things, all different <laughs> um, topics and areas that have to be done and fall on my shoulders. What can you give me some examples of what that looks like for you or how that's benefited you and slowing down in your life to the yeah, I mean, be more productive? I, yeah. And the first thing I'll say too, and because I talk a lot about this, like on my social media and in my group is this pressure. We were talking about that mm-hmm. at the start, right? Is that pressure? like when you say this, right, these 200 or 400 things on our to-do list, this is pretty much the standard for moms um, especially having gone through the pandemic and then also moms who are running or growing a business and being a mom and we all want to be a great mom. We want to do all the things right. And so therefore that basically means that there's going, there are going to be hundreds of things on our to-do list. Right. And so with that idea alone comes all of this pressure and it's like almost even just talking about it. I can like feel tension <laughs> building up in my shoulders And this is so common for so many moms. So yeah, I mean, this is like why this conversation is so important is because we all are pretty much experiencing it. It's kind of like where we start out. But the thing about slowing down is that I know that we hear a lot of experts talking about this and there seems to be a little bit more of a movement towards like, flow and energy and receiving versus hustling. And like the challenge with that is that we all think that means we're just supposed to sit on the couch or just start napping more. And that's not really, when I say slowing down, I really just mean like slowing our brain down to the point of having this empowered awareness is kind of how I like to think of it because that's what resonates with me is that I'm actually slowing down So I can grab a hold of what's going on in my mind and then I can start shifting that because that for me is where the magic has happened. And I didn't realize until I actually had these tools and started doing that, that this, this like hustled, hurried, busy energy was so much of what was holding me back. Mm. It was like, It was keeping me from breaking through, from feeling better, from like accessing that flow. And so it's not just about just like doing less. It's just about creating more awareness and slowing our brain down and being willing to actually like almost get analytical about it. I like that because that's the left brain side of me that it speaks to is like, we're just gathering data from our emotions and from our thoughts so that we can do something about it so that we can make change so that we can grow so that we can Mm. feel better. Mm. And speaking of both being moms, that also reminds me of you. uh, I have a teenager now and your kids are a little bit smaller. Would when she was smaller, when we do that for ourselves, we're also mirroring for them of they have, well, all of us have emotions <laughs> that were, that are strong, especially, well, my, you know, my child is very strong willed. I don't know where she got that from. Right. <laughs> 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 I also was, and I thought even when I was pregnant with her, how can I guide her on 
healthy outlets or giving her the words to be able to express these big emotions because I too needed to learn that process. That forgiveness and grace that we give ourselves and compassion and experiencing those big emotions and realizing that we don't have to sit there for, for really that long. We don't have to stay there. But we can let them pass through and handle them but not necessarily put them on other people around us. It's, it's our emotions or it's us. It's something that's going on with us, taking that accountability for it. So mm. all of these are, well, taking the accountability, also expressing it to the other person in a transparent way without blame. This is how I'm feeling right now. I know this will pass. Like guiding her on also asking for what she needs by me doing that for her, which is all part of the process of slowing down or allowing ourselves that space in the moment to say, right now I'm going to do some deep breathing for five minutes and then I'm gonna get back to this task that I was doing, or I will come talk to you in five minutes. Like right now, this is really what I need. It doesn't mean I'm mad at you. I wanna hear what you have to say a lot of transparent communication when we do that for ourselves or have those kind of internal dialogues we're then able to mirror it and I think it's even more important to change these I wasn't taught that I don't know if you were like this is a new generational pattern (laughs) that we're setting which is really just acknowledging that we're human and that we are designed to feel as well as think Mm-hmm. Those are two of our greatest powers. And I love what you said about like letting the emotions pass through. And so the, the two things I'll say about that is I was having this conversation with some other coach colleagues of mine this morning is that we feelings that we all feel the same spectrum of feelings. Like if we look at all the feelings, all of us human beings like feel similar feelings, right? Um, but these, the feelings that don't feel as good are the ones that we don't really want to spend time feeling, right? We, it's like, oh my gosh, that feels terrible. It feels icky. How do I get away from it? And so we can do a few different things with feelings. We can react to them, right? We know what that looks like when we just react to anger. We can resist them or we can allow them. And so many of us are either just reacting or resisting feelings. Mm. The beauty and the magic comes when we allow them. So like you said, they just pass through us. And that looks and feels very different than resisting. A lot of times we resist feelings by trying to escape or numb or shove Mm. the feelings down, or we think that we're feeling them and letting them pass through, but really, we're really just tucking them away. And what happens when we do that is they actually come back with a vengeance. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, shoving a beach ball down, you know, a blown up inflatable beach ball under the water and we keep shoving it down, shoving it down. Eventually it's going to pop up. Mm. So when we slow down long enough to acknowledge this is frustration, right? And like with our kids, like you said, modeling that if I stop in that moment, instead of letting it boil up to become anger, right? And like the plastic cup gets thrown in the sink, right? I've been there. (laughs) I just acknowledge, oh my gosh, I feel frustration. I'm feeling some tension in my neck. I start to breathe and I let my kids know mama's feeling a little frustrated right now. 
because we're, maybe we're not connecting, right? Or we're not listening, we're not doing the things we need to do to get out the door, whatever it is. And I'm just gonna breathe through it and I allow this feeling of frustration and I recognize that this is what frustration feels like in my body. What ends up happening is it actually starts to dissolve away. But if I resist it, I you know, tensed up against it, eventually it's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. And so making friends with these feelings is kind of like a, how I like to say it is that we realize it's also just a feeling. Frustration, it's just a feeling in our body. It has like, and I, I take it a step further in my coaching sessions as we like, we talk about the color of it. We talk mm. about what it looks like. Beautiful. We talk about the weight, the texture of it. Mm. Um, and then I go all woo with my own daily work and I'll do meditations on it where I actually release these feelings. So, but this is the magic of being able to overcome greater and greater, you know, um, hurdles and to start to get this sense of resilience that I can really just handle anything is because it's like, I know what frustration feels like and I know how to work with it and then release it. And then you can do that with anything in business, like self-doubt, imposter syndrome, all of those icky feelings that want to come up. We just can make friends with them. And, but we can't do that until we slow down long enough to actually name it. And Mm -hmm. when our kids see that example of us doing that, they, I found start to, um, start to model that there's a book called the color monster, which (laughs) has been great for my younger kids, right? They're five and seven is to like explain that anger might feel red. Yes. So, um, it's just, this is like about understanding and acknowledging that we're human and we have feelings and that's okay. So like, let's like take a little bit of time instead of resisting them all the time and just acknowledge them because they might actually lessen in intensity. Yes. I loved what you said too, about reacting to them where they're a lot of times in thinking, well, analyzing or which three we're in, are we reacting? Are we resisting? Are we allowing? And on the flip side of that, as moms or partners to, to people we love or you know, in our family's lives, are we allowing them the space? Because that's another part of it. If we feel uncomfortable with our own feelings, we're going to feel uncomfortable with other people having or expressing big emotions in that moment. And like I said, that's different than them reacting or projecting onto you. Like, of course, we need to leave that situation or, you know, have Mm. really good boundaries in that. But actually holding the space, we have to be able to hold the space for ourselves before we can hold, truly hold that container for other people, which leads into business that we are holding a container for our clients. Or if we have, you know, like we're talking in this Facebook group that I have that just incredible women here and 1400 incredible successful women that felt really vulnerable for me too at first when I first started this group that can can I that was the question for myself like can I I'm holding the space for my clients I'm holding the space for my daughter and my loved ones can I actually physically expand how does that feel to expand into holding now a container for an infinite amount of women because I see it being <laughs> thousands, yes. more thousands over time. And the answer was yes, but it still felt really vulnerable and like, oh, I'm stretching a little here and expanding. 
I like the word open, open. <laughs> allowing, right? Allowing. Like, yes. I mean, yeah, you, you are opening up a container of a lot of feelings. Again, mm-hmm. all human feelings that we all have, you know, felt at some point in time, but you are, you're opening up this space for all of these feelings. And there's so much power when you can do that as a leader and welcome all of it and under, and, and recognize because you, you learn how to feel your own feelings that like, yes, I know what that feels like. I can relate to you. There's this empathy that, that comes with that. Um, I love the, what's been really helpful, especially with my kids too, is this idea of when they are having big feelings, right? And I'm not having the same big feeling at that moment. My first instinct is like to want to make them feel better, right? Mm. I just want my kids to be happy. So for me, it's been really helpful. And I think the same as a leader is like, if we can get to a neutral place while Mm -hmm. someone else has their feelings and we can just be there in neutrality, there's a lot of power in that. Um, We were, I was just, I went on vacation. I told you last week and it was a long travel day coming back. And my seven-year-old was just, she could, she, she was so tired on this flight, the second leg home. And she was just like, I know that pain of like, so tired. Her eyes were red. She was too big to like curl up in the, in the seat. And she had like gotten woken up from like a very quick nap and she just started crying. She was just, you know, she was just in pain, like literally in pain. And I just was like, I just held her. And it was just like, I was just neutral. And I said, I know, I know you're uncomfortable. I know. And like that strength and that neutrality was all she needed and she eventually sort of like melted into me and she fell back asleep and then slept for 45 minutes after that and it was amazing like all she needed was just like me to hold that space so but like I knew I knew how bad she felt I've been there it's like exhaustion (laughs) so yes and if if in that moment you had said oh do you want this do you want this ipad do you want this other medicine to help you fall back do you want this vitamin do you want like all these things that you're trying to like solve the problem solve the problem and find the solution that is actually that's what we've been taught a lot of times that we need to do but that's actually not going to fully allow her Yes. To learn how to solve her own problems in the future mm-hmm. yeah. and how to be present with herself because I know that it's okay it's that okay. she's crying in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not really, most people aren't taught this. <laughs> yes. so, so we find ourselves as grownups and mothers ourselves and CEOs and trying to do massive things in our lives, right? And take responsibility. And here we are <laughs> dealing with this set of feelings that we haven't really even been taught to properly allow for. It is a lot of the work of being an entrepreneur and, and scaling like you help, you know, other moms do. It's just it's, it's a natural part of this is that in order for us to grow and achieve new things, like we have to grow in this way mm-hmm. and not being willing to feel all the feelings and slow down and, and get a, that awareness and have these tools will keep us from getting to that next level. I completely agree with you. And well, we have a little bit of time left on this live, and then we're going to go live in your group in a minute. And I, I mean, we'll dive more into the boundaries around that, but I just wanted to say really quickly that I feel like that's the first step in 
allowing ourselves the space and being a container for ourselves, getting clear on where the blocks are, where we need to transform and allowing. I like to say that entrepreneurship, I feel like it brings up all of those and so does parenting. So we're doing mm-hmm. both. <laughs> it's like your kid sees, oh, that's interesting. Let me, let me like, they're not maybe consciously knowing what they're doing. They're like, hmm, what if, what if I say this? Like, how will they react? They're going to constantly getting to know you in the way that they're responding to what you're showing them. And, and then entrepreneurship, I feel like has a way to bring up all those areas. If we're open, if we allow the space, and then we can translate that into being stronger or more expansive to hold a container for our own clients and our own online communities. And with that also comes a lot of transparency and communicating what is actually going on with us without blame and guilt and a lot of compassion for ourselves and the other people that are in the situation and having boundaries around that. Like once we state, this is what I need right now as a mom, especially, or with clients having great boundaries around times that we answer email. I'm still not perfect at it. I still check my email sometimes at night, but I try to have a certain time when I don't check email anymore. I don't answer clients and they know that from the beginning of working with me and they are, they will get the absolute support that they need in my working hours. And I have to have similar structure and boundaries with my child too, that, you know, right now, or I've had a really long day, I'm going to take a hot bath and I need a little bit of alone time. Are you okay? Do you need anything before I go in my room? (laughs) (laughs) You can eat this. These are a few options of what you can eat while I'm in my room. Do you have snacks? Do you have food? Do you have drinks? And are you basic needs yes (laughs) yes well yeah because when we set that example again is you know mama needs just a few minutes to calm down or mama needs Mm -hmm. this time I need me time I need to I need to just go do what I need to do so I can feel better and come back refreshed and then we go do that we do come back refreshed Mm -hmm. we kind of like just a little quick reset like that can make a big difference um I'm like that with my I'm an at-home workout person and so my daughters know Mama's going to go get her exercise in. And when I, when I'm done, I come back down and I thank them. And I say, you know, you see how much better this makes me feel. And so they know that now, like they want me, (laughs) Mom, are you going to do your exercise today? They, they, they see the benefit of that, but it takes me setting that boundary and making that a priority and letting them know why too. And it just, it can make such a difference to put those, those boundaries in place. Otherwise we're, we are, we're going to be tested every which way entrepreneurship, kids, they all push our buttons. Yes. <laughs> so, this is the work. My daughter, sure she's yes, I agree that she's older. She's doing that for herself. And she'll say to me, yeah, I'm, I need a little bit of time today was a long day or I had a lot of homework that I just finished and I'm just going to take a bath and chop with candles and essential oils. <laughs> oh, you set such a good example for her then that is clear. That's amazing. Like that you do it. You, you go ahead. That's amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. It took me till like I was 30 to figure out that, <laughs> Oh, this is like some self care. This is a thing that I need to be doing. So that's, that's incredible. I love that. 
How can people get in touch with you, Kate? Um, well, you can find me on my website at katereuter.com. I talk more about my story and, and all of what I do, but I actually do have a free workshop coming up, a profit and productivity workshop coming up in my Facebook group. And that website is, um, it's actually workshop.katereuter.com. But um, I guess I can throw that in the comments too. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, I'll see you in a minute then on your group. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Allison.